under here. <laughs> hey everyone, producer Elizabeth here. Heads up, today's episode has a conversation about physical and emotional abuse from a parent. Also, we discuss having a miscarriage, so keep that in mind before you listen and take care of yourself. Do you like documentaries? I do. And I just saw a really good one about a woman wrestling with her identity and family history. But when I sat down to talk with the director, who's also the subject of the film, Kulap Vlaisak, she wasn't sure if she should have made it. Yeah, I don't think anyone once said it should be a documentary. <laughs> and maybe they were right. What do you mean maybe they were right? Well, it's very intense. Did you see the movie? <laughs> it's, the documentary is quite intense. I mean, she's right. But watching it left me convinced that sometimes going through the fire is the only way to escape it. A lot of my friends are just like, wow, I can't believe you did that. Uh, the balls, the eggs on you, cool up. This is The Longest Shortest Time. I'm Andrea Salenzi. Cool Up Felicek is known for her work in comedy. Her TV acting credits include roles on Happy Endings, Bob's Burgers, Reno 911, Children's Hospital. She made that show Bajillion Dollar Properties. Plus, she's married to Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang, who helped create the comedy arm of the network that hosts our podcast. But if you watch Kulop's acting reel, she plays a stewardess, a photo assistant, a nurse. On The Office, she plays Michael Scott's date to a party, who he confuses with the other Asian girl, so he tags Kulop with a marker when she's not looking. But in her documentary, Kulop had to be Kulop on camera, which she's clearly not used to. When asked her things like, tell us about your family growing up, she avoids my eyes, hides her head in her drink. Ice water. <laughs> when I ask her about a fight with her parents, she waves at the engineer in the next room. Hi, Sam. Uh, uh, I'm sure you keep that in. Kulop uh. wants to make a joke at every moment possible. And I love this about her. Lots of people do. So when she went to her fans and told them, so, hey, I have some dark family history and some super dark childhood trauma that I've been meeting to explore in a documentary. Would you fund it? Thousands of people and over $100,000 showed up. The documentary is called Origin Stories. You can stream it now. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. And in it, you see her not only venture into that dark history, but also free herself from passing it on. comic books, every character has an origin story, that inciting incident that informs all of their actions and motives going forward. For example, in Spider-Man. Ouch, something bit me. The radioactive spider that bit Peter Parker that made him the webbed one. I don't think he's called that. Um, and Superman being found by his Earth parents. He's a baby. A little baby. And Batman when his Parents were gunned down in front of him. Mommy! Daddy! No! Obviously, a person is the sum of all everything that's ever happened. But sometimes there are occasions when we can pinpoint certain landmarks or milestones in our lives that have shifted us in some way. For Kulop's parents, 
their big milestone was fleeing their home country of Laos. During the Vietnam War, the U.S. fought a proxy war there. Basically, the CIA bombed Laos for nine years because communism. Innocent people like Kulap's parents suffered the most. They escaped by swimming across the Mekong River to a Thai refugee camp and then moving to America. They raised Kulap in the Minneapolis suburbs. Back then, she spoke Lao at home. You know, at the time, you don't realize that your parents are traumatized and scared out of their minds in a new world. But that was a setting in which, you know, their parenting style came from. Things are pretty bad for Kulop at home. My dad is somebody who I had a, a better relationship than my mom. We got along better. I thought I looked like more like my dad. Um, I took after him more because my relationship with my mom, just from the onset, have, has always been very complicated and full of strife, to put it mildly. The unmild version is that sometimes their fights would turn violent. I have distinct memories of her wiping my bloodied face after she hit me in the bathroom and seeing my reflection. Kulop's origin story takes place on a night when her mom and dad were fighting. They weren't just fighting. These were screaming matches. And while they were having this fight, this one evening, I'm in their bedroom because that's where the family Macintosh is set up. I'm probably in a chat room that I'm not supposed to be in. <laughs> what chat room would that be? I mean, these are early days. Any chat room you would go in, some creep dude would come and like DM or whatever. What was it back in the day? It wasn't DMs. Aim. Aim. Uh, aim, yeah. Like, would be like, hey, what does your boobs look like? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> you know, like, like who? Well, they really want to know your age. <laughs> yes, yes. They always want to know. Like, I'm 14. <laughs> Um, I don't know, they were, like, boob-sized. <laughs> so Kulop's busy talking about her boobs in a chat room when her mom comes into the room. She's been fighting with Kulop's dad. And starts to vent at me because my mom has no boundaries. And starts complaining about him, and I kind of start to defend him, and she says, why are you defending him? He's not your real dad. And that's how I found out. In her documentary... Kulop describes watching her mom's face shift from anger to fear. I think she realized what she had done. Kulop had assumed it was a lie. My mom weaponizes words and she weaponizes information. She also weaponizes lies. And so I kind of looked at her like, okay, this is another thing that she's saying to me that is not true. To hurt me. But not this time. And it was too late. It's not something you can take back. And this bombshell, Kulop wasn't equipped to know how to handle it. Neither were her parents. That night, her mom tried to get relatives of Kulop's birth father on the phone, some uncles who lived about an hour away in Minnesota. She talked to a girl cousin. She made plans with the uncles to meet them at the nearby Wat, the Lao Temple. But then two weeks went by. A month went by. The plans never happened. And I heard that the reason why was because my birth father did not want his family to have contact with me, and he did not want to have contact with me because he was worried that I would want child support, that I would want money from him. And so when I heard that, I felt completely uh, rejected because, one, 
I didn't want this person to exist, and now this person is like, I, I just felt so mad and angry, and so I just put it in a box. And you know, those things stay buried. <laughs> they say they stay put. They when you compartmentalize things, <laughs> they never come up if you sit on it hard enough. <laughs> Kulop is trying to say is that she spent her next 20 years not looking for her biological father, not confronting her parents about the secret. Kulop found therapy in her 20s, but to fully open that box, she only got inspired to do that in her early 30s. I had a miscarriage. I believe it was unplanned. Yes. Yes, I think the first one was unplanned. And then the miscarriage just wrecked me. At the time, her relationship with her mom was worse than ever. Her mom has a gambling addiction and was asking Kulop for money. Kulop was feeling guilty about her younger sisters who were caught up in it, and she started thinking more about wanting to find her birth father. It was an act of nesting, and it was partially it was like, well, this thing with mom really isn't working out. Uh, maybe there's somebody out there that would give me some insight into who, who I am. What is it about that sense of, um, I'm about to become a mother, that sets people on that quest? I mean, this keeps coming up on our show. We have these stories over and over again. Can you describe that feeling of needing to know yourself differently? Well, you know, it's, for me, it's to break cycle, to break a cycle. It's hard because it's like, I don't even know the cycle before it. So how do I break, you know, I'm on this, like, Mobius strip with my mother. Kulop isn't looking at me while she talks here. She's looking down at the studio table and tracing a figure eight with her fingers over and over again. This, like, infinity where we're just doing the same things. We're resetting, hurting each other. And I can't get off of it, right? So I can't get off of it, and I just feel like, you know, I'm inheriting her bad habits. And I grew up in a home where I was both physically and mentally abused. And my fear would be to continue that on, you know? The thing about an origin story is that what bites you can either turn you into a superhero or a supervillain. Kulop knew if she was going to become a mom, she had to start breaking the infinity loop. She had to figure out things like, why couldn't my mom mother me? And why didn't my father want to know me? Initially, I'm like, I want answers. I want people to fill in the blank, tell me the dates, facts, facts, facts. When we come back, Kulop starts looking for her dad. Because up until this quest, she still hasn't even seen his face. Stay with us. <laughs> Advertisements. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the first time Kulab is reaching out to a relative on her dad's side. Hello? 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 Hi, my name is Kulab. Her uncle gets on the phone and says, I miss you a lot. I miss you, Kulab. 
baby. Let me see you go Let me see you laugh, baby. <laughs> you do? Oh my God! My knees. Finally. Yeah, how tall are you now, Gulab? <laughs> I'm only five, five. Oh, not too bad, though. You're a woman. I, I am. In a call with another uncle, he tells her that he already gave her phone number to her birth father, who now lives in Laos. I tell you that, I tell you that, I give you, I, I give you a friend to your dad already. Okay. At first she looks happy, but then after they're off the phone, her whole body changes. She starts breathing heavy. It's out of her control now. She looks terrified. In the documentary, you get to know Kulop. You meet her dogs, see her house, meet her tall, funny husband in a nice sweater. Her friends, the actresses Sarah Silverman, Casey Wilson and June Diane Raphael, they all tell Kulop they understand why it's important to find her father and why they think she's going to be a great mom. You see Kulop texting her mom to see if she'll do an interview for the movie. She writes back, in all caps, no thanks. And then there's this moment in the documentary where it makes you wonder, if Kulop's got her friends and her husband and her dogs, should she really be putting herself through this? Are you talking about the adult tantrum? <laughs> Kulop's in her office, working on the movie. Maybe a script or leads on finding her father. And the camera's shooting B-roll of her while she does it. It fucking sucks. I hate this. I really do. This is really hard on me. I get mad. I, I say that I'm done with this. My hand hits the table, and then my eyes roll back, and I'm just like... Fuck this. Like, and then in that moment, I'm like slamming things. I'm throwing things around, but I distinctly had the wherewithal where the eyes stopped dilating and was like, not the computer. Like anything but the computer, not the laptop. Ah! <laughs> you watch Kulop lift up her desk chair, slam it to the ground. Her cameraman keeps rolling, but he steps away to give her privacy. Her husband, Scott, walks in to comfort her. You only see his back. You know, I started doing therapy when I was 27, 28. And I've done so many modalities of healing. But there's stuff like when you just don't deal with things... You know, and even when you deal with things, like I would love to just like, I talk about once and now I'm healed and I don't ever have to. I'm done. I figured it out. And then I get so mad when it's like, nope, it's still there. (laughs) Still there. I, and I feel like, you know, and I get mad at myself and I self-flagellate. Not really, you know, mentally. I'm not actually, you know, I'm not, I'm not actually harming myself. The the real victim was the chair in that scene. In that scene, the chair. Um, But like, like, why you got past this, you know? And it's like, no, everything's a process. So her process continues with a trip to D.C., where she visits with a family called the Danielsons. They were the volunteer host family to Kulop's mom and biological father. The Danielsons pull out photos that had originally been hidden from Kulop. And for the first time, she saw her dad's face. It's so strange to look at my father. Mm-hmm. I look a, I think I look a lot like him. <laughs> you do. I think you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sure you do. really do. The photo shows her father holding Kulop in his lap 
He has these dreamy high cheekbones and a heart-melting smile, long hair with swoopy bangs like he's in the Beatles. I look just like my biological father. Growing up in Minnesota, Colop had always been a head length taller than her parents and sisters. I felt like baby Huey. <laughs> he's that oversized cartoon duckling with an exposed belly and tiny shirt. You know, there's a term that Asian ams sometimes use called, like, the wrong Asian, where I'm not the burn-boned, small Asian. I'm a little bit more of a, uh, you know, I'd be less in the palace, like, more working, like, the patties. <laughs> like, more in the fields, if you will. <laughs> more of a beast of burden. I And there is brute strength in me. <laughs> and I'm bragging when I say that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I always kind of feel like, man, I'm just not, I'm just so different. There's brute strength in you as the chair knows. And every chair should feel scared. (laughs) I'm going to flip you. I'm going to kick you. And I'm going to tip you. In the next important scene involving a chair, Kulap is sitting with her dog in her lap, holding her phone in one hand while she checks her voicemail. There's a missed call from Laos. This is Joe Bear calling from Jinjan Laos. If you have time, please call me. Bye-bye. Kolop isn't wearing makeup. Her hair's messy. Her eyes are getting pink. She looks down and plays the voicemail again. This is Joe Bear calling from Jinjan Laos. If you have time, please call me. Bye-bye. Her lap dog is almost asleep. Her face looks like she can barely register what's happening. She hits play again. This is Joe Bear calling from Jinjan Laos. If you have time, please call me. Bye-bye. If it was this easy to find him, then why didn't he ever try to find her? This is Joe Bear calling from Jinjan Laos. Then Kulop and her crew get on a plane. Not to Laos, but to Minnesota. It's winter. Her mom has finally agreed to do an interview after realizing the film was about Kulop, not about her. Parked in her mom's driveway, Kulop rests her head on the steering wheel, briefly paralyzed before walking up to the front door. Hello. I'm terrified. I don't know how this is going to go. My mom is predictably unpredictable. And I... I know her highs, and I know her lows, and I don't know who's going to show up. Kulop walks into the kitchen. You see the kitchen table is covered in food. Bottles of wine are already open on the counter. It's 9 a.m. Her mom, Pat, demands to meet the crew, and then introduces herself, smiling. Yeah, I'm the bitch. I'm the mom. I'm the the dick, and that's me. That's how I am. As it plays out in the documentary, it's exactly what it happens. No one could, like, you can't write what my mom says. Like, I'm entering it, that, and then she just is like, it's go time for Pat. Now it's Pat's show. Just sit down, strap in. After the meal, Kulop and her sisters sit down on the couch with their mom. And her mom says, now it's your chance to tell the world your mom's a bad mom. Kulop's sisters chime in. No, just be nice. Yeah. Just be nice, Mom. Pat's defensive. No one ever taught her how to do that. It's not like there's a school for it. (laughs) Where should I go to school to be nice to my kid? Do you have a school for that? 
I think it's called therapy. <laughs> that scene, if you will, and when I say scene, this thing that happened to your family, again, a memory. It was truly an event that happened with my family. But that scene is my favorite in the film because it is it is our relationship and our family, like to a T. And in this in this moment, we go from tension to laughing to tension again. They start asking Pat more about her family story. And she tells Kulop that her 16-year-old mom never even knew she was pregnant, that she was born in a toilet in Laos. Well, look, casually in front of camera, she revealed that. Never heard that before. Never heard. Did hear that she found me in a garbage many times (laughs) and wish she had left me. That came up. Did parts of her story that day start to change the way you understood your story? Yes. One of the things she said to me uh, just on the phone one time was that she doesn't know how to be in a family. And it was one of the truest things she's ever said to me. She doesn't know. But maybe Kulop's birth father would know. They met at an outdoor courtyard in Laos. He's 59 now, still with the cheekbones and all the hair. Sitting across from each other at a picnic table, Kulop tells him about the fight with her mom, her origin story. Everything that I remembered... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Everything that I remembered sorry. was not true. And people who I grew up with, they knew, and I didn't know. And then the person that left me behind, I was told, didn't want anything to do with me because they were afraid that I would want money from them. Just like that. And that is a pain that I've held on to since then. I don't blame you. I'm sorry. For all these years, Kulop had secretly hoped that her dad had been trying to find her. Maybe her mom had been in the way. Maybe her mom had lied and told him that Kulop didn't want to meet him. But somebody in your family knew where I was at. And I understand that everybody makes choices and everyone did the best that they could with what they have. But it's hard for me to hear that I could not be found. He looks at her and shrugs. Two months after the trip, he mailed Kulop asking for a loan to buy a house in California. He told her he wanted to start a business growing marijuana in his backyard and said that Kulop could grow marijuana at his house too. They're no longer in touch. There were red flags with him. And I'm just like, I'm not going to, I don't have the capacity to take take on an, this in, this a whole new parent that's going to give me. I've been down this road. I'm not going to do this. Kulop realized she was ready to do some work on another relationship. Don't go away. And we're back. So during her trip to Laos, Kulop and her birth father traveled all over. They met his other children, her half-siblings, and they visited the city where Kulop's parents were both from. The whole time, her mom was texting. I feel very good that you are in the city that I was born. I'm so proud of you. Be safe. Are you going to grandma and grandpa's grave yet? 
I want to see his grave. Please, love you. In the documentary, you see Kulop burning incense at her mom's parents' graves. For the first time in a very long time, I'm having very loving and affectionate feelings, soft feelings towards my mom. Um, and I'm... And that, that's a good thing. It took five years to make the documentary. And in that time, things kept happening that never made it into the movie. Her adoptive father and her mom divorced officially. Her mom had a major health crisis, one that changed her profoundly. Took a lot of the fight out of her. She doesn't needle Kulop anymore. While it was hard for Kulop to watch her mom change because of a health issue, there's a grace to them finally having good visits. She was telling me, she's like, oh, your friend Casey, she likes Real Housewives. I like Real Housewives. I'm like, you do? Like, And I think she's told me that before, and I just don't remember. So then Casey's like, you got to take her to one of the bars that, I don't know her name, Lisa Vanderpump. I know her last name is Vanderpump. She owns, I was like, she owns many restaurants? <laughs> I had no idea. So I take her to Sir, and I'm like, okay. She's like, just so you know, Sir stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I can't believe it. But I got to say, the two times that she lit up was when we kickboxed and then when I took her to Sir. For her next visit, they're planning the whole Vanderpump tour, even the dog rescue. And Kulop changed in a major way, too. These days, she doesn't put things in a box. She takes them out and talks about them. You know, I grew up, like, my parents fought all the time, so fighting means you don't love one another, right? And even early in my relationship with Scott, we didn't fight, but then things would get bottled up, and, you know, I'd lose it over a small thing, and then now we got to talk about how I lost it over a small thing when maybe the initial thing that I was upset about was worth talking about. Now I, you know, that poor chair. <laughs> Um, all these chairs. Um, but every time it's like, ah, oh, God, I really don't want to have this like difficult. But they, they always end up better. And you needed that lesson to become a parent. Yes, which that remains to, <laughs> to ha- not have happened yet. Um, not for lack of trying. Um, and a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. Kulop goes down her list of IUIs, successful egg retrievals. I thought it was like, oh my God, it's unethical to have so many kids frozen. <laughs> like, and then, then it's like we get them tested, and then it's like there's like one. Natural pregnancies, discovering she has a heart-shaped uterus. To this day, she's had six miscarriages. It, it is, I, honestly, I have to tell you, in the last week, I've been thinking, I have been thinking, I was like, how long can I do this? Because I treat my, I'm a tank, I'm a tank. But if I'm being honest, the hormones, they is tough. <laughs> like, and I've done well on them, sort of. But like, I just catch myself. I was like, last month was like blaming my Casper mattress for my hot sleeps when it's like, it's the estrace you've been taking right before bed that is giving you these hot sleeps. <laughs> like We aren't allowed to say disparaging things about Casper here. So. <laughs> and by the way, I was wrong, Casper. I was wrong. It's it's the moans. <laughs> like it's, the, it's me constantly being on progesterone and estradiol or estrace, whatever I'm taking. For now, Kulop's stuck in a new cycle, one with a less clear path for getting out. It's heartbreaking because in the house that we have now, there was a room that was supposed to be a nursery. And there's a beautiful room in our new house that's meant to be a nursery as well. 
I'd like to fill it, but I don't know when that's going to be. I honestly don't know how. But I'll just take it one step at a time because I honestly, this is where I have to surrender. This episode was produced by me, Andrea Salenzi, with Elizabeth Nakano and Jackie Sajiko. Our editor is Abigail Keel, who's also the senior producer of Unladylike. Our show's creator and executive producer is Hilary Frank. Our engineer is Pete Karam. Our music is performed by hotmoms.gov. We get editorial support from Peter Clowney, Antonia Akatunde, Anne-Marie Baldonado, Reka Murthy, and Julia Wang. Next time on The Longest Shortest Time, adventures in the wild when you're a little kid. Like the time Kelly was attacked by a killer chicken? Wings were totally out and it was all feathers were all puffed up and it was like slapping and squawking. Do not miss this episode. Subscribe to The Longest Shortest Time on Stitcher or wherever you're listening right now. And as always here at The Longest Shortest Time, we want to hear your stories. Tell us, go to longestshortesttime.com, hit the participate tab and submit your story. you were really hoping to talk about that we didn't get to. I think we went uh, everywhere. No, I'm good. <laughs> do, do you want to have a talk with any of these chairs? <laughs> I don't talk with chairs. <laughs> Stitcher. I say it. Okay. Da, da, da.